<laughs> off the bat, hold on, I'm gonna hit you off the bat. Is that a forehead joke? Currently a focus podcast episode 119 is your host, Blake is fellow host, Evil Tyrell. Yeah. What you chat, bro? Hey, man, back on road. Oh, my God. You've been watching London London gangster shows and on vacation and came back with no glasses. Yeah, Roadman back. He ain't stopped smiling for the last four minutes. I'm terrified. I'm Jamie when he came out of jail. You hear me? Oh, no. Come on. Are you on season three now? No, I'm uh, I'm almost done with season two. I'm on episode seven of season two. Mm. I'm about to wrap it up real quick, you know. So slowly came out of retirement already, man. Ooh, yes, he did. He got worked <laughs> out a little bit. He got worked out a little bit. He did. Yeah, but he they had to wake him up. That's all that was. Yeah, that, that's all that was. That was Jordan getting bounced when he came back wearing 45. <laughs> that's all that was. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, make him taste blood a little bit. Top Boy is a great show. I I'm a I apologize publicly. For telling you I'm not watching Mashy P's TV. I'm still not listening to their music. That's fine. Still won't do that. Still won't do that. All I said is they was getting to it on that show, and I wasn't wrong. Are they? (laughs) Are they? Oh my god. I have I've been like having to purposely avoid doing what you and Tonio do, where you guys be doing the like talking like them. But my little brother came downstairs. Like, what up, bro? You chat. What you saying? The food, bro. (laughs) My piece. My piece. Oh my god. Hey, man, I'm happy to be back. I know I missed two weeks. Uh, fortunately, you guys didn't slander me too bad last week. The first week I was gone, I was like, God, am I on this show anymore? Did I get kicked off? Good grief. No, nah, no, nah, we, we did right by you. We did right by you. Appreciate um, it. Appreciate it. Should I, actually, yeah, what? Just keep the energy high real quick. Hold on. Okay. Let's just transition us. Yeah. Oh, you know what I like to hear. Energy, energy, energy. No ceilings. No I feel like Wayne, I got my, I'm holding my microphone. I think I need a bandana to put over real quick. It won't be red. It will not be. Not oh, okay, I got Jamal. this. Come on, this Bugatti. I'm strong in this Bugatti. Two VAs ain't no such thing as driving cars. All right, man. I had to cut it off. Sorry, because it's a long intro. But either way, um, yeah, like Tyrell said, he's been gone for a little bit. We're happy to have him back. Um, the full team's not here. It's just the two of us. But we, I, I feel like we still got a great episode on the way for y'all. Um, critically Unfocused at gmail.com. See Unfocused on Twitter. Think Critically Unfocused everywhere else. Uh, please tap in with us. Send us questions, topics, whatever. Uh, we will involve you with the show. If you want to come on the show, also hit us up, man. We we. Like we're more than happy to have like, as you see this week. There's an empty seat. Could have you. Is, <laughs> you got big shoes to fill. Jamal wears a size shoes. nine and a half. Pause on his shoe size. It's Maybe crazy. Nine, actually. Eight, probably. I don't know. I think he'd be wearing sixes until you get all them shoes. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Whatever. It's crazy. Couldn't be me. Hey man, how was your week? I know you um, had a little celebration this past week. Yeah, can't complain. Uh, three years on this lovely planet for my daughter, so mm. clap it up for her. Uh, I don't even know. Oh, you keeping her alive? Uh, it's easy peasy. She, <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, by the way, yeah, no, that, that's that's been tremendous. Had some family in town this past weekend. Did my thing on the grill with these ribs. I thought I fucked it up, but ended up being phenomenal. So that was yeah, great. You, you took that membrane off and went to work. Uh, my dad showed me the, oh. the the great way to get it off paper towel. I don't know if you already yep. knew that. 
Oh, you already, I didn't you know, know that. I already know. You I, know I, I, I should have definitely put some respect on your name because you do be throwing down on the ribs. I see when you've seen the pictures, I'm like, damn, I got to get there. Yeah, but, you, gotta, um, you hit, hit it with the back of the little butter knife and then hit it with the uh, hit it with the paper towel. Yeah, I was over there with the the steak knife, uh, oh. trying to get it off. I'm about to fuck my day up for sure. Oh, good brother, <laughs> good brother. You about to think about eating fucking gristle for dinner. I'm about to flip my wrist right on top of the ribs. This one's bad news. <laughs> Shout out, pops! Oh Always uh, still, still learning, still teaching. Um, you know, at uh, 32 young years, so that was good. Um, got more family in town this weekend, so looking forward to that. Mom's coming through. Um, yeah, man. But I mean, other than that, it's been rather chill. You know, playing Starfield when I can. Uh, Top Boy came out this week. Watched all of that shit in two days. Um. Just, just living life though, man. Can't complain. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Man. Uh what I just man, Top Boy, incredible. Just absolutely incredible show. I can't wait to get to the third season. I've only heard good things. Oh my God. Uh man, while I was gone, me and me and my wife had to move. Our our moving situation got a little uh misconstrued. So I'm living at my mother's house right now. Something I never expected to say at 30, but we're thugging it out. As you can we're not putting the video out, but I'm holding my microphone like I'm Jamal. Uh, recording in a Taliban dungeon somewhere on the hilltop of Tacoma. Uh, so that's why I missed the first week. And the last week I was in Arizona on vacation doing just, just very holy things, just church. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Getting the tunes yourself. Prayer. Yep. Just nothing but good times. It was fun though. It was fun. And then I, and then I came back as soon as I touched back road, COVID. Bang, put me in the bed for a week. Let's get Damn. it. Damn. Uh, so, yeah, I've been off for an extra week of work, so that's been cool. Didn't stop me from going to the Beyonce concert, but we'll talk about that at a different uh, time. Probably uh, wasn't the only one. Definitely not the only one. Boy, that was a great concert. That woman is. Did y'all get Blue Ivy? You yeah, did get Blue Ivy. She came out for Black Parade. Yes. She, yes. Yep, she was doing the hair. Hey. She, she, was, she, did it, she did it all. Hey, her mom had to stop singing because we were so loud when she came out. The pop for her was so much louder than when Beyonce came out. It was incredible. Damn. Beyonce played all the hits. She did a, she did all the theatrics. She had a big ass like horse fucking statue come I've out. Seen of the the stage. I've seen the horse. I've seen the horse. The shit was massive. It didn't make any sense how big that thing can we like just appreciate the moment in time it has been for tours though? If you oh, like think it starts with like Kendrick, but then like you figure Kendrick to Drake to Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift to yeah. Beyonce, like those are like some massive heavy hitters, like yeah, big numbers setting records in their own right. Like, at the same time, like I know Kendrick's ended, but like three of those are going on at the same time. They, 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 there might have been a tiny window and they were all going. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, probably. I'm I'm pretty sure there was. Yeah, because yeah. fucking Taylor and Beyonce have been touring most of the year, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because um, I know Beyonce started in Europe and she was over there yeah. for a little bit before she came to the states. So, yeah, uh, and then Ken- Kendrick was with her in L.A. last week. I was I was kind of hoping she brought somebody out. We didn't get nobody, but we did get Blue Ivy, which was kind of dope. All right, yeah, that's money flowing though, man. I mean, <laughs> definitely back outside is back. <laughs> back outside is back, and COVID's still out here. It it's not as bad as it was. It, it's not as bad as it once was. It's like a real bad cold now. Still don't encourage it, but. You know, if you need five days off of work, go ahead and uh, yeah, bang my line. I can come yeah. cough on you real quick. Shout out to modern medicine. That's what I mean. Look, that's hey, power of the vaccine. I know <laughs> folks, folks don't want to hear it. <laughs> Amara didn't want me to miss this concert so bad, bro. When I first, the first day I got sick, nigga, she had me eating garlic. She came home from work. She had, I think, she had a a, a thing of turmeric, um, some onion. 
What else did she have? Ginger, she, had ginger. She, she had ginger. Like oh, she was in there making concoctions. She was like, take a shot of this every two hours. I had some magnesium. I was like, is you a witch doctor? But it worked. I was sweating that shit out. Uh, COVID was just laughing at that shit. Like, look at this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I, I beat the charges in two days. It felt great. Oh, no. That's, that's, so, like that's how long COVID symptoms are supposed to last. Though. We can go get a shout out <laughs> to her. She, she did that. Your boy got a bad immune system, man. I feel every time I've gotten COVID, it's been like eight days of fucking hell. Mm, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah eight boy, days I, of hell and platinums. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't break your thumbs. I don't know what to tell you. Your thumbs still work. Get the fuck out of here. All right, man. Let's let's get to it. So we got All on right. here. Uh oh. Go oh, okay. Oh. No, no, no. Sorry. No, I was just I'm okay. clicking on the sheet. Don't don't even mind me. So you want to get okay. to the go black, black community actor? I do because I feel like there is so many right answers of who the best black comedic actor is. Okay, there's, so we're going to preface this. That, look, 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 we are 30 and 32. <laughs> we was not outside for Richard Pryor like that. Yes, we may have gone back and seen some of the shits, but like, obviously, we're not going to be able to appreciate him in the full spectrum because no. our comedic tastes are not mapped to that time. I um, will say that that comedy album though, that N word is crazy. Oh is my the God. funniest thing I've ever listened to. <laughs> oh my God. Ever. You sent me that, and I've I've dead ass will just put that on on like bike rides and shit, and just giggle the whole time. No, nah, that man was a fucking hoot. Now I honestly wish that he could have been around a, a longer just to I don't know help out with some flowers. of the stuff today. Like, hey, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like he 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 seems like the type of guy who would have been funny forever. For sure, hundred percent, hundred percent. Shout out to him. Um, obviously, you're probably not gonna make I, mine or Tyrell's choice on this, but it's no fault of your own. It's our fault for coming into this world after your reign so put that out there um but either way yeah so i think it was two weekends ago i was uh, building a table in my garage i know real homeowner ron swanson shit um and while i was doing that i had the movie blue streak on and while i'm watching blue streak i'm just thinking like damn martin lawrence been in a lot of funny shit like for a long time sorry my I can't hear anything you're saying. My headphone cut out for some reason. I could see you talking, but I'm trying to fix it right now. Hold on. Can you hear me now? Hold on. Okay, he can't. Okay, my my bad. Unbeknownst to y'all at home, some technical difficulties. Um, so like I was saying, two weekends ago, I was in my garage. I was building the table, and while I was building this table, I had on Blue Streak. And while I'm watching it, I'm like, damn, you know what? Like Martin Lawrence been in like hell of funny movies. Like the man yep. just he 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 been a worker. He he didn't miss for a minute. Um, and initially this topic was going to be like, what is your favorite like LAPD movie? And then I was like, you know what? <laughs> that sounds like some cop appreciation shit. So definitely not on my list. Yeah. So uh, that my mine was going to be like, it's like, is it you like Blue Streak or Training Day more? But I was like, a better topic would be who's your favorite black comedic actor? Because I do feel like um, it's, it's maybe less of a thing today because I don't know how strong our genre is now. But early two yeah, thousands in the nineties, like. Um, definitely had a thing going where we had a genre of movie like i don't know like for sure it was like post black exploitation films like there were definitely movies that were specifically meant for black people which we don't really like, our humor in it, it yeah, yeah you don't really get that no more yeah i mean hey. like, think like a man series was probably it's like the last one i can think of what i'm probably. hearing is segregation was a good thing i think it um I think in some ways it had its own strengths. We're not getting into this right now. <laughs> it definitely made you more reliant on your own community and probably allowed your community to work on and gain skills that 
when we got dumped in the larger pool with everybody else, it was easier for those who don't like us to bar us from those things. So for sure. Um, it is what it is. I mean, I think in, on the whole, it's probably better that there's not segregation. But yeah, there definitely was some positives to it as far as like self development and everything. Um, just, like you could really flourish in your own way. Like BT being a thing, you just watch movies that like if you went to your white friend's house and put on like South Central, they're gonna be like, "Bro, what am I watching right now? I don't want to see this shit." Like, mm-hmm. for certain sure. shit just it don't hit for everybody, you know. But okay, so back to the topic: the goat black comedic actor. Um, and I, I wanted to highlight, like, let's say, like, I don't know, we got Bernie Mac. That's strong, my goat. Okay, that's my goat. Str- strong library. Um, Mister Three Thousand. You say his supporting role in Head of State. Um, he was he was in life too. <laughs> He was in life. He was eyes to pappy. Yep. Pappy. He was on the cover of life. Um, he was you gotta help me out. Friday. He was in Players oh, Club. God, damn. He was he was a comedic relief in Players Club. He, uh, you gonna be trouble, trouble, <laughs> trouble. <laughs> Basically, any movie that you put him in, he was the comedic relief. Uh, he I miss, had the Bernie Mac show. Man. Damn, I miss um, Bernie Mac. Oh, no, Bernie my, Mac show too good. My papa, rest in peace, sounded exactly like Bernie Mac, and he knew it, so he used to like use his same like lingo and like his mm-hmm. cadence when he talked bro that i obviously have nostalgia because of that but that nigga bernie mac is hilarious yeah he was a hoot. Uh, he's an ocean's 13 like he was just in hella random movies and he was always the funniest person in the movie okay um that santa obviously you got to try to eddie murphy uh, number two i got him pulled up too because his his he might he has he's probably like the goat like kind of like you can have your favorite, but Eddie's got to be like the. And I, I feel like you could argue "Coming to America" might be the most important black comedic movie. Probably, yeah, I'd say that. Like that, I feel like that kind of spawned black comedy movies of like just all black casts. I feel I like I don't say spawned it because there were some before, but like in the modern era, that was like the one. I feel like if you had to have like a boomerang of these films, I'm mean, not a boomerang. My fault. I'm reading this IMDb. A Mount Rushmore of these films, it'd probably be like Harlem Nights. Um, He's in that, right? Yeah. Yep. Coming to yep. America, Friday, and Life. I would I put Life in there. Life is one of my favorite movies ever. And he's but in yeah, all of those. Or yeah. besides Friday, besides Friday, except for Friday. Yeah, but then you so. got him. He's like Beverly Hills Cop because he was like he would be in these oh movies that are like obviously Beverly Hills Cop is like it's a funny movie obviously but like he was acting in that movie like he was still acting but be, he was just a funny ass nigga nutty oh, professor trading places <laughs> come on yeah like nah Eddie Murphy one of one he made Shrek funny <laughs> yep he was in a Michael Jackson music video come on bro he was and he had his own music but that's that's beside the point. I want to just pull up his filmography because I know he, dude. Mulan. Look, it was it was obviously targeted at us in our age. You couldn't have told me that when we were kids, Daddy Daycare wasn't the funniest movie ever. I used to watch that movie all the fucking time. Yeah, Harlem, bro. I didn't see Harlem Nights until I think Thanksgiving of like 2017. I watched that shit with my mom. First off, it has every funny black person ever. All of them. That movie is fucking hilarious. Mm Um, Dr. Doolittle, I thought that was funny as a kid. I remember seeing that in theaters. I like both of them. Shout out Kyle Pratt. Hey, Coming to America 2, that was a good movie. I, I didn't hate it. I know people, that, I think people who were of age when the first one came out like this one a bit less. But yeah, as sure. someone who a lot of the comedy in that movie I feel like was aimed at our generation, I enjoyed it. Yep. Hey, didn't Norbit <laughs> still gets oh quoted my to this God. day. 
How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> so yeah, I'd say Eddie is like probably like the guy. Uh, Bernie is my personal favorite, and then the person you mentioned previously, Martin Lawrence, that spawned this, has got to be like if you're putting him out, Rushmore Martin's got to be there. Like, I, I, yeah, I was gonna say personally, but, I think Martin is probably my pick, but. <laughs> At the yeah. same time, of everybody that we've talked about, I don't think I mind any of them. Uh, we haven't talked about Chris Rock yet. Tremendous, tremendous. Chris Rock is very funny. Um, I liked his his uh, down to earth head of state yep. run. That shit was dope. Um, Dog, I Blake, I probably have seen head of state three hundred times. Same, but um, I've, I've probably seen down to earth five hundred times. It's my dad's favorite movie, so he'd always put that shit on in the house. Dog, him coming back as a fat white man, bro. Oh my god, we was posting that shit all last weekend. Oh my goodness, uh, I love, I love that longest card caretaker. Yep, yep Madagascar. Come on, bro. Classic. He's still cooking. He's well. He was still cooking. Hey, he gave us the funniest Oscar moment of all time. Oh, shit. <laughs> we thought he was acting then. I was like, damn, this nigga Chris Rock is so funny. Look at the rage. <laughs> I slapped the shit out of him. I'm giggling. Yo, the physical comedy. He can do oh, it. Oh, my goodness. I know you're on Chris Rock, but I'm looking at Martin's run. And Martin's run from like 89 to 2007, I'd say. It was just like every movie was a banger. He was in, so he he got his acting debut and do the right thing. But then he was a house party, oh house party two. He was in Boomerang, then the Bad Boys, uh, Bad Boys and Bad Boys two, A Thin Line Between Love and Hate, which he wasn't supposed to be funny. That movie is not funny, but he's funny in that movie with uh, him <laughs> and Bobby Brown and uh, evil Angela Bassett. Yep. Then you got Life and Blue Streak, which came out in the same year. That's crazy. Big Mama's then, House right now. Th- then followed it up with Big Mama's House. Then followed up with What's the Worst That Could Happen, which if you haven't seen is basically Blue Streak, but he's not a cop. Uh, Black Knight. Um, have you ever seen fuck. Black Knight? Yes, I was going to say, no one ever talks about Black Knight. I fuck with that movie. I watched it like probably in the last four years. The hey, movie saw when, I, when I went to LA for the first time, I went to Florence and Normandy because that's where he was coming from. <laughs> oh, Lord, the- you learned something, didn't you? <laughs> It was not no jokes around Florence and Normandy. I tell you no, that much. It's not sweet over there. National security. Fucked uh, that movie heavy. Hey, that's when when uh, Steve Zahn just beat the fuck out of him, but he was actually beating up the bee. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, Welcome home, Roscoe Jenkins, which might be one of the like best uh, black family reunion movies ever. Ooh, there are quite yep. a few of. Might have someone got shout out too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. Yeah, he. All of these guys. It's like I feel like they were in more movies than they were, but they were just like all in like four movies a year or two movies every year, back to back years for eight oh, years, something like that. And then we all watched them nonstop. How about um, Cedric the Entertainer? Cedric is funny. The honorable fun. mission. I feel like his 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 discog is or his filmography is not there. But let me pull it up just to say. Like he was in like the Charlotte's it. Web remake. What the fuck? <laughs> Yo, he be getting to he the bag, a, though. He was, he was Wilbur, wasn't he? Was he? I think he was Wilbur. If I'm not Holy mistaken. shit. Oh, no, he was Golfy the Gander. Never mind. Uh, he was in Dr. G. Little 2 as a Berry, Ice Age. Um, yeah. Uh, a lot of music Kingdom videos. Club. Barbershop, Kingdom obviously. Barbershop. He Johnson Family Vacation. Barbershop. I quote that shit all the time. <laughs> I-10 I by 10. I-10 by 10. You heard anytime me? Get, anytime we're going on a road trip, we got to be on the I-10 by 10. You heard me. Uh, um, uh, Man of the house see. is okay. Be cool. 
Okay. He wasn't really funny in that movie though. Uh, no, nah, he was. He was. He was, was like he? the. He was the like. I think he was the not. He was like one of the rich dudes that like was pistol whipping niggas and shit. Or that was Andre three thousand. That was Andre three thousand. cool. Okay, never mind. The honeymooners uh, was kind of funny with him and Mike Epps. That was home Roscoe like, Jenkins. Him and him and him and Martin in that movie was iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Shout yeah, out Street Kings. That movie's great. Uh, it's not comedy King though. But. What's that? He was he was the snitch that finally gave up the the last two guys. Oh, and they I said like... we're walking, talking, indignant circumstances or whatever the fuck. And it was common. He's just a cold motherfucker. That scene <laughs> is hard. Re- I do not remember that at all. Oh my god, watch that movie like sometime. That's just yeah. All right, yeah. His his yeah. See, like he's extremely funny in any everything he's in. He's just not in hella stuff. I also a lot of like supporting he, work. Yeah, like his stand up comedy is. I think what puts him up there for me because like him as a stand-up artist, he was the second best person on the uh, Kings of Comedy, which I guess isn't saying much because VL kind of Steve Harvey was Steve Harvey was funny. Yeah, I shouldn't say I was he is more Steve Harvey him. did more host work on that. I yeah. feel like then <laughs> he was a funny ass host. Yeah, I'm big ass. Um, all right. Ooh, you know who? You know who's an underrated one? Huh. At Eddie Griffin, he's not a goat. Hey. But, but if it was the 90s and Eddie Griffin, if Undercover Brother might be the funniest movie ever made. I, I urge all of our listeners, sit down and watch that shit in 2023. You will be cracking the fuck up. And it, it was funny so back well. then. It, it did. so well. Oh, my God. God. I, I remember when I first got my first pair of glasses and I, I posted in the group chat and Blake called me Smart Brother. And I was like, motherfucker. God, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Let me look at Eddie Griffin. Yeah, he see he's just in a bunch of house party three. Jason's lyric, The Walking Dead, uh, Armageddon. Like he's he was in Deuce Bigelow. That was when I first seen him. He was hella funny in that. Uh, Double Take is when I first seen him as Freddie Tiffany. He was hilarious in that. Um, Undercover oh. Brother was two thousand two. He's hilarious in that. But yeah, oh, that, he got a wild ass YouTube though. So just be prepared. You're gonna go check oh, him out today. No. <laughs> See what oh. he's talking about. He's, oh no, man's out I, there. I know he had a Vegas residency up until like 2018. I remember when we were there for your Sounds bachelor party. Right. They had his his face up on the on the side of the Rio. Yeah, I, I, I bet he got himself out of there. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, ooh, I don't know. I we've talked about them recently, but just the collective of Wands. I feel like Damon Wayans is the funniest one and probably deserves to be on the Mount Rushmore of like black comic actors. Yeah, I mean he he had my wife and kids and Major Payne, right? It's the same guy. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And he was a blank man. Oh yeah. No, sure. yeah. Um, but like Marlon Wayans is hella funny, Sean hella funny. Like I feel like the Wayans as a collective could should just be up there. There was a yeah, they, they, they deserve a spot, but it, it, it it's so many of them, and it's like if you combine <laughs> The mall is one discog, then yeah, funniest, it's out of here. Funniest person of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, bro. Damon Wayne's was in colors. Have you ever seen colors? Colors. 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 <laughs> they had him playing the crackhead and he was a uh, he broke into the jewelry store and he was humping the pink energizer bunny and his name was T Bone. So he was humping it. T Bone, T Bone, T Bone, T Bone, T Bone. Over and over. That was the only lyric or lines he said. He was in Mo Money, which was a funny ass movie. Blank Man, Major Pain. See, I think this is what we're missing. Because, like, other than Kevin Hart, when you look at, like, these dudes, like, filmography, it was, like, 
91, 92, 93, 94, 95. And it was like their best movies were year after year after year I don't, after year. See, and this is what's confusing to me is like now that there's more avenues in order to get film out there, I feel like this type these type of runs should come back, but at the same time, they're just not. And I don't know, I don't know what that is. Like, because it feel, wasn't easier to make movies back then. I feel like Hollywood, because like to get your movie to really be seen and to be solid enough for us to really watch it and think it's funny. You got to like have it be big. And if you're funny, if you're making a black funny movie, you're probably trying to go get Kevin Hart because Kevin yeah. Hart's in like everything now, which does he have to be on the Mount Rushmore of black comic actors? Because he's in every single movie that's ever been made. He uh, and I don't no disrespect to Kevin Hart because he's had an incredible Uh-oh. run and he's still on it. But I, I do feel like he's more crossover than he's like been focused on the black stuff. But like For at sure. the same time, he did have like the like I said, like Think Like a Man series. Like in that, those were our movies. Like them definitely like wasn't for everybody. Yeah. Think Like um, a Man was basically where he stopped making black movies. Cause like, yeah, I'm looking at his discography or his, I don't know why I keep saying discography, his filmography, other than 40 year old version, basically up until like the second Think Like a Man was black only movies Mm -hmm. or like the uh, the side character in the random movie i will still contest that soul plane is a top five movie ever made uh i don't know if anyone owned the actual version i only had the bootleg and i've only seen the bootleg uh seen that movie 400 times if you paid for soul plane right in (laughs) please let us know if you pay for soul plane i need to know who your mother was or who your accountant Mm -hmm. is you got money but you grew up with a panera on the corner but like Kevin Hart's hella funny, but yeah, he is just in stuff that's like, I'm not watching a lot of these movies that he's in, but whenever I do see something that he's in, it's like, okay, this is funny. Like, he's funny in this. I'm just not, I'm not going to the theaters to go watch fucking, uh, <laughs> I would, I'm just looking at his shit. He's in Captain Underpants. Uh, I didn't know they got, I didn't know they got a movie. I did not realize they had a movie. I saw the Central Intelligence theaters. movie. I saw that. Central Intelligence was funny. I didn't see it in theaters, but that was a funny movie. Right along. Play 16. Okay, maybe I'm wrong because Ride Along was hella funny. And that show that he had on Netflix too was pretty good. Kevin Hart got to be up there. Well, Real uh, Husbands of Hollywood's a solid series, though. I like that. That's a solid series. When he used to call everybody a Mitch. Man. <laughs> and it, it like blended the line of like, yo, are these like actual storylines from their life Bro. too? Or like, is this like just all made it up for like the show? Your enthusiasm mixed with a reality TV show. Yeah. Like watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, I see exactly what they were going for. Oh my god! Uh, let me. I, I just googled uh, b- <laughs> black comedy actors, and it says Afri- actors slash African American slash comedy. Uh, do you have? I got to look at his filmography. Keenan Is Dave even in the conversation? Dave, Dave Chappelle. Mm, I don't think so. Personally, he was funny in Blue Streak. He was funny. What, what was Half baked. Obviously, he carried Half-baked. that shit. And then uh, Undercover Brother, <coughs> good role in that. Good in, that. Um, good in All About the Benjamins. Limited though. Oh, no, that wasn't even my fault. That wasn't. Oh, thank you for mentioning all about the Benjamins. How dare we skip over Mike Epps? Yeah. Yeah, let me let me pull it. Because first off, the Upshaws, which is still on right now, is hilarious. I think I'm two seasons back. But yeah, season one was fire. Because <laughs> they, they be they release them and Netflix don't tell you. It's like, oh, part four yeah, is out. And, like, and this shit's out if you want to watch it on the and, and it's not out on like, it don't come out. You know how Netflix is like, we're a year apart. They were like every four months, they were putting something different out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at Mike Epps. He was in Three Strikes, which was hilarious. Next Friday, Date, which was a good movie. <laughs> he was the nigga that gave the uh, the baby powder and how high to the pimp. 
before he smacked people. Yeah, not a big role, but a good role. All about the Benjamins was like his his coming on the scene. He's fucking hilarious in that. Then obviously that's, next Friday is the All About the Benjamins might be one of my like most quoted movies. Uh the the wide around your lip or 30, <laughs> 37, 37, 38. A 45, 47. He was in Guess Who as the cab driver, but Bernie Mac thought he was uh, his, his, his daughter's date. It was actually Ashton Kutcher. Nasty man, Ashton Kutcher. Yuck. Rape apologist. He, he was also here. in Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins, because they had everybody in that fucking movie. Sure I think little JJ might have been in that movie, if I'm thinking right. Damn. Uh, hey, I don't know if you've ever seen it, janky promoters with uh Mike Epps and Ice Cube, where they were were, were promoters in Modesto, California. I think that he movie, told me to watch this shit. That movie's hella funny. Um, uh, yeah, he he kind of falls off. He was in Mac and Dev go to high school. I don't remember that. I think he was a teacher. <laughs> he, he was Black Doug in the the Hangover Part Three. Oh shit. <laughs> No, nah, he got some. He got some shit in here. You know, he got some shit in here. I I don't know if it's good enough to put him on, on the Mount Rushmore, but he definitely got some some fucking cannons in here. He's supposed to play Richard Pryor in a biopic, actually. But this has been yep. a thing that's been going on for like fifteen yeah. years, like where he he never played Richard before. Pryor in the Nina Simone biopic, and then he's supposed to be in, or he's supposed to play Richard and still hasn't. So whatever that shit happens. Are there any black female actresses that we're forgetting? Um, I mean, they got Wanda on here. Gonna say Monique, obviously. Like Monique on the Monique on the Parkers, top five character. Yep, top Um, five TV character. Gotta give Monique her flowers. But Monique, Monique's like stand up shit. I think was better than her acting shit. That's kind of how I feel with the like the black female like comedy people. Is their stand up be better? Like I feel like I know Wanda more for her comedy than for her movies. I'm trying to look. What's what's my girl's name? Who um. Was uh Ray's girlfriend in a scary movie? Oh, uh, Regina King, or no, no, Regina Hall, Regina Hall, yeah. I was gonna say, Regina. yeah, Regina Hall, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> the, the, the other fine ass Regina, my bad, yeah. Regina Hall, uh, she she definitely um got a good, good She's collection. Hilarious. They, yeah. they got uh Maya Rudolph on here, which I don't know how black she is, but she is funny as fuck anything you put her in, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we claiming her. I don't give a fuck. She claim us. We claim her. Yeah, if she wants to be down. <laughs> got, got uh, she boo. They got Tiffany Haddish on here. She was funny for like forty five minutes. Uh, that, was, that story about her never got cleared up. Doesn't that camp? It, I don't know. It didn't. Uh, they got ooh, Whoopi Goldberg's on here. She was funny in everything she used to be in for uh, forty years ago, other than the color purple. <laughs> that will depending on your sense of humor. I guess. Yeah, appar- apparently, Mike Evans played Richard Pryor on Winning Time. Oh, I haven't seen the second season of Winning Time. So this is I on. Uh, this is on the first season. What the fuck? I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it's on one episode. I don't know how long he's on the screen, but. Uh, and then they got Robin Harris on here, but I feel like he was only in like three things. All right, yeah, but no, nah, that dog. So it, Bernie Mac, Martin Lawrence, that's our two picks for sure. And then Eddie just gets the like, just gets the like. I feel like he he's dog. he he's the everybody's goat. But yeah, Bernie Mac's my guy. You, put, you tell me Bernie the Bernie Mac show's on right now. I'm going to watch it. Uh, mm, I'm going to do this for Jamal, but shout out to the daughter because that's what he would say that. 
Can't forget he, about you, man. You know him so well. Yep. <laughs> you know him so well. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, hey, man. Nah, it's it. It doesn't hit the same anymore, and it's just it sucks because there was just like so many. I feel like growing up, all the movies I used to watch are movies okay. that like a lot of your friends you just don't know. Like, doesn't hit the same anymore. The page. <laughs> All right, never mind. Move on. Go to the next one. <laughs> um, so MetLife had an interesting <laughs> like 48 hours. The the Giants got smacked by 40 balled. Uh as the words of um god damn, what's my dude's name? Michael Irvin. He said, um the, the Cowboys went in there and ate a 40 burger and had a donut for dessert. <laughs> it was 40 to 0. How much of that game did you watch? Um, we might have watched the first half. I watched the first quarter, and I think at the end of the first quarter it was seventeen to zero. I'm like, okay, something's got to shake. I watched the rest of the first half, and it was like I think it was like twenty eight zero or thirty to zero, something like that. Mm-hmm. I took a took me a little nap because that was the day I came home from vacation that I was absolutely on. Uh, I took me a little jet lag nap. I woke back up. I was like forty. Mm-hmm. They gave you nigga 40 years. 40 years. 40 years. For real. So we nah, we turned it off and I think we started playing Burial Kart. I'm familiar with that. What where, is that? Burial Kart, where basically um you play like Mario Kart or any no, you play Mario oh, Kart or any like cart racing game, and basically you have a beer and you can't drink and drive, but you have to finish the beer before the race is over. So you have to strategically oh. choose where you're gonna pull off to the side and drink your beer, then you can keep driving again. That sounds very fun, actually. It, it's idea. painful because the the beer like expands in your stomach and it yeah <laughs> it can get bad. You just got to get to the end when you're winning and chug that bitch. Well, you don't cross the finish line though because oh for sure yeah 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 you just you, you got to get to beat everybody mm-hmm. and then chug it. But my my Joy Cons didn't charge on my PlayStation for some or my um Switch for some reason. So we were playing Crash Team Racing on the on the PlayStation and that game's like way fucking harder than oh, Mario no. Kart. So much harder. Still fun though. Everybody, the gets world's time. against you on that one. Good grief. Yeah. Uh, but either way, so that MetLife uh, Sunday night bad news. MetLife Monday night bad news. Worst <laughs> news. The the damn um yeah the, the 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 ankle of the great one gave out. Aaron Rodgers on nine eleven Achilles tear. The funniest part about all of this is that what Aaron Rodgers is, I mean, unless he comes back and plays next year, Aaron Rodgers, known as a jet, is going to be him running out with the flag on 9-11 and then immediately tearing his Achilles. If that's not some, like, poetic shit, I don't know what is. Yeah. And, I like, obviously, Aaron Rodgers, we've never heard, I've never heard him say anything about 9-11 as far as, like, what you might think, uh, Mr. Ayahuasca, Wait, uh, Darkness no. Street guy. He I said something. Jordan Love, I think it was. Oh, he said he asked him about it. Yeah, he said he He asked him about it. The first thing he asked him was, Do you believe that 9 11 actually happened? He said that was the first thing he asked him. Okay, so yeah, there's that. Um, (laughs) that little thing. Um, you got to wait because you didn't talk to him. If you meet Aaron Rodgers and ask for an autograph, he's gonna be like, Hey, you I see that hat on your uh, on your head, (laughs) or I see I see that plane on your head. You think 9 11 happened? So I wonder how he felt about this whole entire ceremony. I don't even. I don't want to speculate. I don't know. I have no thoughts. Mm, I mean, mm. I have thoughts. There's none that I'm willing to share. Either way, ultimately putting the the um, perspective season of the Jets on its on its head. Um, hey, the Jets ended up winning the game. 
Zach they Wilson did like dog shit, but they're on some, yeah. Josh Allen trying furiously to give the shit away. Oh boy. Uh I would say uh, for unfortunately we we record almost a week after these games happen, so the conversation has been had, but a conversation needs to have, be had about Josh Allen. Cuz like at, at this point the, the highlight of his career is losing a playoff game to Pat Mahomes, kind of close. His yeah, his left and right boundary for how he can play is like as as wide as I've seen from anybody in any sport. That's got to knock you down a couple rungs. Like I know it's like consensus is like it's Mahomes, and then it's some mixture of like Burrow, Burrow, Allen, Herbert, Lawrence, like whatever, whoever you choose. But most people are like putting, um, I think Hurts Allen Hurts at for sure. Most people I think are putting Allen at two. But I feel like you can't be two if like if your upside is two, but your downside is twenty three. You can't be two. Yeah, I, I got. I think I got Burrow and Hurts above him right now for sure. Especially Hurts is like Hurts just showed us it's not a fluke. For real, the, the the damn push thing they do is is so cheating. <laughs> but obviously, not every quarterback can do that, or else they would. They so I clearly mean, can't. Yeah, the fact that he just like puts them, I can squat seven hundred pound thighs on folks and just pushes way into the fucking end zone. <laughs> like, holy the, shit! The first uh, touchdown that they had yesterday, uh, which we'll talk about week two in a second. But the first touchdown they had yesterday, DeAndre Swift that ran it down to the one, and then Jalen Hurts is like, he's like back ready to take the handoff. Jalen Hurts is like, no, come on. Come mm-hmm. up here, and he's Push like directly me. behind him. I'm like, they, everybody in this stadium knows it's about to happen right now. They didn't get it the first time because they like didn't like let them snap the ball. They did it again, mm-hmm. and then they got it. It's like this yep. shit's so cheap. Can't do shit about it at all. But yeah, either uh, way. So th- I mean, they're talking about Colin Kaepernick. Uh, I heard I saw an article about what it would take for um, for, for Andrew Luck to come up there. Okay. Um, I know. Cam Newton said, "Call me." Sure, it's just ugly. I mean, I point, I think they should come get Jameis Winston. Uh, like, what do you guys lose? I don't think that's a bad idea at all. I think yeah. that the point that I've seen people making those like the the detriment of that team coming into the offseason was the offensive line's hella bad. So a lot of these quarterbacks, like Andrew Luck, he retired because his offensive line's bad. Why would I? You guys just got your man's hurt on the fourth play of the game. He yeah, got hit. Yeah, yeah. He, he got one pass off because <laughs> you guys hit him three times. Like I don't think he did get it. He don't have an attempt. No, he he had one attempt. He was over one. Oh, oh, so he, he had no completions. Okay. Yeah. He dropped back, had an incompletion, and then got hit twice. Jeez. Yeah. But I'm 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 uh, as a Garrett Wilson owner, not excited about what's gonna happen. I was about to no. try to lie and say I'm excited to see like if Zach Wilson was gonna have some progression. Definitely didn't look like it uh that first game. He threw one of the worst picks I've ever seen in my life. Pretty bad. Shit was awful. So it, that kind of shakes the AFC up a lot because like people had them like either winning that division or like at least competing for the division. At this point, you gotta kind of assume that they're gonna finish last in the division based off how everybody else's looked so far. Yeah, the strongest the dolphins look my my uh condolences. Um yeah, it's his tough pickings out there. <coughs> that defense is legit. I mean, they they did uh keep them in the game and allow them to win that on defense a crazy ass fucking punt return. <laughs> That defense was nasty. And I don't know if it was just because Josh Allen likes to give up the ass because two of those picks that Josh Allen threw is like, there's no way that's how that play was drawn up for you to throw it into double coverage 45 yards down the field. Yeah. Like, he just likes giving it up. But I will say, uh, if anybody else tries to play the Dolphins, like the Chargers try to play the Dolphins, (laughs) and that was put Tyreek Hill on an island with anyone, just like anyone at all. Make Tyreek beat us. Okay. They're going to go 17-0. Yeah, uh, like 
like obviously their defense wasn't that good because they only beat us by three. Like we our offense that wasn't really doing shit was still able to put up numbers. But I've those <laughs> I know that they had Tyreek Hill doing all that like crazy motion shit. They said he went on like 15 different types of motion, and you see it, and it's like clearly this is cheating. Like he's running towards the line, the he's, running, <laughs> he's okay. running 13 miles an okay, hour Mr. at the line Rules. Hey, I've never seen anybody do that before in my life. Some Especially not the bullshit. fastest person I've ever seen ever. Uh, he was fucking oh, cooking us. Good, cooking us. Good grief! I don't know who's gonna beat the Dolphins. They play like that every week. Did he score fifty in fantasy? Uh, I think he had like forty-seven or something like okay. that. I'd have to double check. But that's just our league. I'm sure in some of these leagues he had nine hundred points. Yeah, that was a long, uh, but even long, like long even, night. even the one where he, he had a touchdown in the in the corner, they ran a little fade from like the eight, and it was like. Tua dropped the ball directly over our DB shoulder and it went between his pads and Tyreek's hands. And it was like, okay, no, this is he's not just like a burner. He's that nigga is he can do it all. That's that's the scary part of pairing him up with Tua is like Tua is able to get the ball anywhere and everywhere it needs to go in order for him to to succeed. Like, yeah, man's accuracy is stupid. Yeah, like if if you're saying that Tua can't throw the deep ball, which quite frankly, with Tyreek Hill deep balls. It, you don't need to you need to be able to throw the ball far. It doesn't need to be like, oh, I'm dotting you up from deep. If you can just throw yeah. it up and let him run under it, you're good. But he can like he's clearly accurate when you're close and that shit work. That Dude. shit work. But yeah, the AFC was looking like some cheeks this week, brother. The Chiefs loss on Thursday did not look good at all. Don't got a single, they don't have a single good receiver on that team that's last name doesn't end in Kelsey. Uh the the Bengals looked like they they literally didn't look like they showed up to the stadium to play. The Browns didn't even look good. The Bengals that was so didn't. confusing. I mean, yeah. I get I get the weather is the weather, but at the same time, it's like golly, like for real. No, nah, yeah, because like you got it's not like Joe Mixon's a bad running back. He's not he's not a Nick Chubb, but like you couldn't run the ball at all. No. Uh, the Vikings got smutted. Oh, they didn't smutted out. They just lost a game they shouldn't have. Let me see what other games didn't make any sense. Uh. The, we almost lost. Saints almost lost. That shit was close. People were talking about the Steelers were like, oh, the Steelers will probably make the playoffs over the Chargers. And I listen, Ooh, I know it's the 49ers. Two different <laughs> they, classes of teams. They spit all over them. Yeah, that shit was there wasn't, ugly. There wasn't a good play in that game. Nope. Um I but yeah, you got yeah, you gotta beat the Titans by one. I'm super looking forward to playing them this Didn't week. the Colts played the Jacks close, didn't they? Uh it was 31-21. Okay. It was close for a while, and then I think the Jacks pulled away. Yeah, it was end, close if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, the Jacks were Seahawks lost in the, in the third, fourth quarter. Also, the fucking Rams. Um, that's a bit. Cheers. See you get Stay off the sauce, my boy. <laughs> people, uh, people were talking about the Rams like might be back. I think the Seahawks are just ass. Like they lost both of their left tackles, and Aaron Donald was like, "Oh, say less. I'm two people out here." Both of their left tackles. What the oh, fuck sorry, they, they they lost both of their tackles. They lost their left and their right tackle. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, um, what is it? Puka Nakua is his name. Yes. Oh, that brother's cold. Oh, my that boy. brother's cold. What, let me let me pull up his stats real quick. Uh, ten receptions, one hundred and nineteen yards. Is he from Utah? Utah State. Uh, I think he's from BYU. BYU. Oh shit! Y'all got done in by the woo. By a Mormon? Of course they don't put that on there. Uh, you click their name and it just doesn't tell you. Hey, speaking of uh, BYU in Utah, um, Traveler Ross dropped a, a six-hour documentary on Youngboy, 
and I've just learned young boy apparently was trying to join the Mormon church. I didn't. That's why he moved to Utah. <laughs> no, he he moved there because he was on house arrest, and like it was just um, safe for him to be there than anywhere else. Because like he was, oh, okay. it was for a crime that happened in Los Angeles, and it, they just felt like him isolate himself in Utah is probably the best bet to keep him on the straight and narrow, which it has been. But um, he like obviously got a knock on his door for missionaries, and he was just like spilling his guts to him about like his upbringing and stuff like that, and like just how much turmoil and everything he's been through. And he's like, man, no, nah, I'm trying to give myself up to the LDS church. And I don't know if he went through with it or not, but what a crazy fact that you'd have young boy come knock at your door. Like, hey, man, you oh, want to talk about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? God. That's incredible. That's actually incredible. Yeah. Uh, shout out to definitely check the documentary out if you have any interest. This. You watched all six hours yeah. of it? I did, yeah. Wow. You just, just treat it like a Netflix miniseries or something like that. You don't got to watch it all in one sitting, obviously, but. Sure. It's extremely high quality. Everything he does is like very high quality. I don't know how he's doing this shit for free. But All right, I'll give it to you. Made me appreciate uh, the music a bit more because I could kind of pick up on what he was talking about because if you just listen to his music without that, it's just like, why is he so fucking angry? Like, what what did him? they do to make this nigga this yeah, man? Exactly. Like, how, how does anybody like this? But <laughs> when you know his story, it's like, okay, this makes a bit more sense. and I can, I can kind of listen to this and pick up what's happening here and now I have some sort of appreciation for it. You know what I did like? Hmm. My phone was on fire this Sunday. Not only because my team lost uh, in embarrassing fashion, as we typically do. Shout the Raiders are in first team. place in the AFC West. Oh, Lord. They beat they beat maybe one of the worst teams in the NFL by one point. And these motherfuckers were like, man, hey, listen, I don't know. I don't know how it feels to talk to lose. Man, shut your bitch ass up. That's it. I ain't got nothing else. All, all y'all are on borrowed time in that division, anyways. Don't matter. Don't matter. You know what it is. I don't like them niggas, bro. They got like they niggas. got no hands over there in, in uh Kansas City. I don't like yeah, they still gonna hey, come out on top. Look at your look at your owner's hair, dog. That's it. That's crazy. The Saints? No, 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 no the not Raiders. your owner, the Raiders owner. Look, look, look at that. <laughs> That's Nigga got a bowl cut. He's 68. Fuck out of here. Talk like Applebee's, man. That's what happened. <laughs> he cut likes kids, too, according to Chandler Jones, but that's a story for a hey, different day. Ew. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's look Let's look at these week two games real quick, see what we got coming up. So the Eagles and Vikings have, have, craps. Had, a little, had a little nice little game yesterday. Uh, the Eagles eventually stuck it in their butt, but it's pretty close Jeez for a while. Please. Uh, Shout out Justin. Justin Jefferson, though, man. This man's unreal. Darius that, Slay, where are you at? That brother is trying. 11 for 159. And, like, no how much of that came in the fourth quarter? Because I swear he was just like, me, me, me. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't got that pulled up in front of me, but I don't yeah, know. I did feel like it was all him. But, the, the, dog, the Eagles, looking at, like, the Eagles stats right now, uh, Jalen Hurts had what 35 yards rushing for two touchdowns on the ground, uh, 193 yards passing, one touchdown. Uh, DeAndre Swift, who did not, I think he had like two carries a week before, yep. went 28 for 175, which was I know a lot of people had that on their bench. Uh, not the person I played against this week. Yay. Oh, sorry. Uh, Devontae Smith, four for 131 in a touchdown. Crazy grabs. That's yeah, they're, it's, they're unfair. I don't like them. Yeah, all right. Um, so the first game well, that's on, are you looking at ESPN? I just got the like the Google one pulled up, but I got all the games up in front of me. Okay, so the first one on here is Packers Falcons, and I feel like 
with the aggression that we saw to this Packers offense, Jordan Love hocking that bitch down the field, Luke Musgrave pulling shit down, Christian Watson (laughs) probably coming back, Aaron Jones doing Aaron Jones type shit, Uh, AJ Dillon, all that shit. Yeah, Uh, yeah, whatever it is. I, I mean, and we're looking at Desmond Ritter like, bro, like you supposed to have a year in. You got all these weapons. This is when you first turned on. He looked like some shit. So he did not look good. Oh, he did not look good. They're supposed to win the division. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see it at all. The Buccaneers I mean, look better. The, I mean, shit, Bryce Young looked better than him, low key. Like, I mean, they didn't ask oh, him. Oh, going to Hayden Hurst? Yes, sir. Yeah, they didn't ask him to do much, but goodness gracious. Yeah, Desmond Ritter got to figure some things out because he got all the weapons in the world. And clearly the offensive line can't be that bad if all their running backs are like the best running backs I've ever seen. I might I might say that offensively they have better weapons than the Jets do. And Aaron Rodgers is still supposed to take the Jets to wherever, you know? Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, th- I think they probably have one of the better offenses like weapon-wise in the league. Yeah, like, I don't know Dijon, who's the number two receiver. That's the only thing I don't uh, know. Let me pull up and see who they're yeah, number Drake two. Drake London and uh, Kyle Pitts, though, obviously. Like, that should be Drake a lot. London basically doesn't fucking exist. Kyler Algier might be the best running back in the NFL. But he's not going to get no touches no more. <laughs> um, oh, they, they got Mac Hollins. Okay, you know. Number two. He, he, and he, is, he is solid. And yeah. somehow every – somebody made a joke that every year he gets like an inch taller and 10 pounds heavier. And every single time I see him, he looks like a much larger person. Yep, HGA. Shout, shout out, out to him. Just like LeBron. Um, <laughs> just like LeBron, biogenesis, baby. All right, and you know, same. Let me look and see if he's from Akron, actually. Yep, we know, we know the truth. Um, either way, uh, bad news for the Falcons. I feel like the Falcons are at home. Tickets is low, $55. Go ahead and get that, man. Yeah, get I think the there. Packers might do them bad. They're, I mean, their defense is solid, so they might not do them bad because really their defense is good enough that, like, if they can just run the ball a lot, which is clearly what they want to do, and play solid defense, like, they could just try to hold every game to like. 30 less than 30 points total, you know, or around that number. The, the Falcons or the Packers? The Falcons. The Falcons. Okay. So yeah, yeah we'll yeah. see. That's gonna be an interesting game, though. I don't I don't hate that one. Hope it goes terrible for him. Um Raiders and Bills. Bills need to get back right. Raiders obviously want to know. I think um, this this game has a nine and a half point spread in favor of the Bills. Yeah, I just I just need um uh, I need Devontae Adams to get a little bit busy. That's all I'm asking, please. I can see it. It didn't seem like uh it didn't it didn't seem like the Bills had any interest in stopping anybody from catching the ball even after uh Aaron Rodgers went out last week. So I could see him getting yeah. busy out there. I'd like to, I'd like that for that to happen. Uh yeah, you said eight I got eight points on ESPN for the okay. Bills. It, I think it opened at nine and a half, so yeah, it's probably dropped a little bit because okay. so many people put money on them. Ravens Bengals. Um I don't think Lamar threw a touchdown last week. No. And then I think uh, I think everybody's out. I know Ronnie Stanley's out. J.K. Dobbins is obviously out. Yep. Uh, Mark Andrews is questionable. Uh, I think Marlon Humphrey's out. Like the Ravens have nobody going Damn. out there to play this week. Cincinnati by three is this the line? Uh, yeah. I've, Joe Burrow played one of the worst <sighs> games since I've known the name Joe Burrow for uh, sure. Probably his worst game off by far since then. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that probably won't happen again. Yeah, Lamar did. Yeah, Lamar only threw one pick last week, or he threw one pick, no touchdowns, 169 yards. Yeah, they got to try to get it right this week. I don't really see it with all those injuries happening. I, the Bengals also have to try to get it right, and they're pretty healthy. So, yep, and this uh, is in Ohio, so maybe maybe a little um, home cooking could could do the do the Bengals right. Yeah, 
I can I can see that. I, Seattle I, I, um, fix and open up zero and two facing the Lions. I whatever the spread is, I'm taking the Lions. And ooh, this is going to be um, that's going to be an interesting game to look at on TV because uh, UW plays at Michigan State this week. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so there'd probably be a they might might be a little loud for the Seahawks in there. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I don't know how far. Lansing is from there, but close enough that if you, if you traveling out there, if you went to not? Michigan, yeah, you probably yeah. drive drive double wherever. dip. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. probably got to go to Detroit for the airport anyway, and that's right there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you probably dip. flew into Detroit, so you're probably yeah, you're probably, yeah. yeah. You should probably just Saturday. fly back home instead of watching uh, Aiden Hutchinson have his way with your offensive line this week. This is gonna be ugly. <laughs> this is gonna be ugly. And that was one of the big things I noted about um, the Eagles and Vikings game last night was just how much bigger the Eagles were up front on both sides compared oh, yeah. to um, the Vikings. I feel like that's oh, going to yeah. be the case with the Seahawks here because the yep. Lions got some people movers. Yeah, they do. And Seahawks have none of those. They have some really good receivers and somebody who might be able to throw it to him if you give him more than one and a half seconds to get the ball out there. Sorry, can't do it. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it happening. I mean, I feel like the Seahawks are trying to put up a little bit of a fight, but there's, I don't think it's going to be that game last year where they it was like 45-47 or something like that. When they, yep. I don't see that. Um, all right. Chargers-Titans. We got Clippers by two and a half. Uh, clip, my f- that was <laughs> disrespectful. I'm sorry. We got the Chargers by two and a half. <laughs> Holy shit. My fault. I, I'm about to be hella self-deprecating now, but now I just think you a bitch. That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't mean that. <laughs> Look. Yo, occupy right, the smaller space. Of my fault. We do. I, we do indeed have the same uh, initials, which I hate. And we're mm-hmm. our their arena, their new arenas are directly across the street, which I also hate. That's going to work out. All right, uh, y'all get the Titans, and I will warn you: Derrick Henry looked every bit of healthy last week. Um, they yep. just yep. they don't want to give him the ball for whatever yep. reason. I get it. I, so what I'm what I'm banking on because yeah, I don't I don't think we have any answer for Derrick Henry. I'm just hoping that Ryan Tann- Tannehill looks exactly like he looked last week, or they put one of those young quarterbacks in. We can kind of have our way with them when they do have to throw the ball. Now, he was got awful. And if you had yeah. two young quarterbacks behind him and you're not playing them, that means they're probably <laughs> off. Yeah, I know Will Levis wasn't even active. So, good Lord. Can't, can't be looking too good. And they haven't said anything about Ryan Tannehill not starting this week. All that being said, I think we beat the Titans in overtime last year when we played them. Like, we barely beat them because we can't run the ball on them. And they're often their our offensive line kind of sucked last year when we played them, so their defensive line was kind of getting back there. Our offensive line looked good last week, so I'm kind of hoping our our pass blocking holds up and we can really take advantage of their secondary being dog shit. Uh, I know DeAndre Hopkins is hurt, so damn. Uh, ideally, he doesn't play, and if he if he doesn't play, and it's just Traylon Burks and me out there, I think we have a a decent shot. But we need to fucking get that game because they're gonna roll Delaney Walker back out, <sighs> dog. I, every time I've seen um. What's, what's my man's name? D'Amico Autry. They were showing him like they were showing Jalen Carter. Like every time niggas was trying to block him, he was just kicking their fucking chest in. Ah. That, that shit didn't look good at all, which I'm not looking forward to seeing that shit again. But yeah, right. I, I think I think we're winning that one. I think we cover the spread. I, I can't really be too confident anymore because our coaching decisions make no sense. I would like our coach to be fired sooner rather than later at this point because he's made too many mistakes for this to be like a coincidence at this point. Yeah, Brandon's uh, looking for that Clemson yeah. job to open up. He's gonna be out of there. I, I typically don't like. I'm not the like fire coaches like type extreme shit like that. But like, you just like are doing coaching malpractice having Justin Herbert. And it's like, 
we can't we I think they said like we have like the 29th ranked defense since we hired this coach who's supposed to be like a defensive guru when in reality he just had one year with fucking Aaron Donald and like Leonard Floyd on his <laughs> defensive line. Like nah nigga <laughs> this shit's not shaking the way you think it is. We had our our middle linebacker Kenneth Murray that we traded up for who has not had a single good play in his entire career had Damn. the lowest PFF grade of any defensive player in the league last week. Damn. And, he, and our coach went to the press conference and said, we think Kenneth played a really solid game. And now that Michael Kendricks is going to be out this week, we're at, or Eric Kendricks is out this week, we're actually going to have him call in the defense. Damn. Right, so, we're point, so we're point shaving. All right. Understood. All right. So betting Chargers or betting Titans. I mean, yeah. Sorry, yeah if, you, if you're smart, put your money on the Titans. And if they lose, uh, sucks, I guess. I don't know. Um, Bears, Buccaneers, um, Ooh, Baker Mayfield, surprisingly yeah. solid. He did um, look pretty good. Yeah. Uh, uh, they got Tampa by two and a half. This is in Tampa. I think I like that. I think I like Tampa by more than two and a half. The Bears offense yeah. is fucking awful. Bears unless good. unless they start letting the uh, Justin Fields do the thing where he runs for 65-yard touchdowns every play again. I don't, I don't really see it uh, being any different than last week. Yeah, shout out to the running backs, though. I mean, they have a little productive room down there. Um, Chiefs, Jaguars, uh, Jamal. Uh, Cannot wait to watch that one. Kansas City by three and a half on the road, over under hey. 51 points. This will be a high-scoring game in there. If if this game looks anything like that Chiefs game did last week, I don't see how the fuck they even keep up with the Jags. And I'm going to say, because the, the but, Jags got sneaky close to them in the playoffs, and that yeah. team last year was better than this team. So 100%. Like, I know Kelsey's going to be back, but this is his first game back. He's coming off an injury, so I don't expect him to do the, like, four touchdowns thing again. Uh, you know you know, I like to slander the Jags whenever I can, but I like to slander the Chiefs just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the Jags in this one because I don't see how they're stopping uh, Trevor Lawrence. And if they try to, like, keep up, if Kadarius Tony's just going to drop every other ball that's thrown his way, <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah, no that that was a crazy look last week. Oh, <laughs> I I dropped both of them. I I drafted two uh, Chiefs wide receivers in our fantasy league because I'm like, okay, at some point he's gonna pick one of these dudes and they're gonna be the favorite. It don't matter yeah, if, he if, picks if he's going to get five thousand yards. The ball got to go somewhere. Yeah, he, he Travis Kelsey just catches thirty seven hundred yards this season, though. It might have to happen. Yeah, um, Colts Texans, good battle of the rookies. Um, I, right now, Houston's favored by one point. So that means Vegas has no idea what the fuck what's about to okay, happen in this yeah. game. Hey, Anthony Richardson looked really solid last week. That's what I'm saying. I'll probably yeah. go with the Colts. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going with them just off of that alone, honestly. I, yeah. Nothing else. Yeah, easy peasy. Um, Rams, Niners, NFC West matchup, big classic. Uh, San Francisco by seven is the line. Ooh, that's a little high. I do feel like. Um, the Seahawks might just stink, and so the Rams look a little bit inflated. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, I, I agree. So, you know, Niners yeah. looked solid last week. I don't know. But I mean, I've... I think the Seahawks might stink, but I think that the ways that the Rams are fucking them up last week, aside from their like, I don't think the the Rams defense is going to look like that again. But the Seahawks defense isn't half bad. Like their corners are really good, and they were Tariq Woolen getting fucking cooked by some like random rookie, like. That's repeatable, and I feel like that's the one part of the the San Francisco defense you can kind of exploit. If you can hold up and, and pass blocking long enough, you can throw on them a little bit. I don't know what you're going to do with Chris McCaffrey, so they, no answers there. Or Brandon, I'm going to do with Bosa too, and and Bosa. Yeah, that's all great points. Yeah, I, mm. seven's a lot, but I've, the Rams showed me enough last week where I feel like I can't 
saying that they're not going to be competitive in this game just quite yet. But it wouldn't be surprising to me if they lost by double digits either. Right. Uh, so Giants are favored by uh, four and a half. Over the Cardinals? Oh. I mean, I, I guess they should be. Am I chopping up? A little bit. I'm not, I'm not answering. Just go ahead. <laughs> the Giants and Cardinals game, A, I won't be watching a single second of that. Uh, the Cardinals looked, I guess, all right against the Commanders, a little better than they should have. And the Giants got to do something. The Giants got to show some. The Giants got to score a lot of points this week. They got to make something up. Yeah, they stink. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, they they gave their quarterback three thousand hundred million dollars, and this nigga got forty ball the week one. Yep. Uh, <laughs> golly, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that's got to be the sick to your stomach moment right there. Didn't um, score a point, and then Saquon also <laughs> to Saquon, your second highest paid players fumbled into a fucking touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are ass. Feel bad. Okay, uh, Jets are facing the Cowboys. Dallas is favored by eight and a half points. It should be higher. Uh, yeah. Uh, if, if if anything that we saw last week from the Cowboys is real, then oh my god, I'm because because again, the one thing that the Jets don't have on offense, like obviously aside from their quarterback, is an offensive line, and that mm. Cowboys pass rush is so fucking terrifying. I nope. think like, good night. I think Micah Parsons might commit a homicide on the field. I like the Jets defense is good enough, I think, to keep them in the game. But I think the Cowboys defense is going to score or just make it bad enough that it doesn't matter. Like if we just give you a 30 yard, 20 yard, 40 yard field every single time you get the ball on offense, it doesn't matter how good their defense is. We can kick our way to a fucking win. But do they have a third quarterback? The Jets? Yeah. No, they were. I mean, they were talking about looking for like veteran backups for uh, Zach Wilson all week. So I don't think so. So, uh, yeah, put them in a bag. <laughs> and even <laughs> you think if they had a backup quarterback, that'd be helpful. No, I'm just saying because like this oh, is yeah, definitely they... get out of hand once Micah Parsons ripped Zach Wilson's head off. So yeah, I got you. Um, yeah. um, Commanders versus Broncos. Denver favored by three and a half. Oh, Tim Boyle is their new backup quarterback. Yikes! That's <laughs> that's not great. <laughs> All right, we got a stink fest at Mile High though. Um, oh yeah. Denver by three and a half is the line. I think the Commanders are the better team. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> sure. I guess I don't. Yeah. I have. I have no thoughts. Stinky game. Uh, Dolphins. Patriots. Patriots played a little better than probably people expect. Um, For sure. Henry looks solid. Bad. Yeah, Kendrick Bourne looks solid. Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. run the ball a bit better. Ronjie Stevenson and all that. But Dolphins obviously are looking like they might be the class of the AFC at the moment. Um, For sure. But if there's anybody that I can feel like can slow that offense down, it's Bill Belichick. So yeah, the powers of hate. I feel like that'll I feel like that'll level it out a little bit more. I, I don't know if I see the Patriots winning this one, but I feel like this Patriots Dolphins like rivalry is one where like neither team can win at the other pe- person's crib. Like the Patriots always lose when they go to Miami. The Dolphins always lose when they go to New England. I think I'd take the Patriots to win this one, honestly. Damn, that would what's, be something. What's, What's the spread? Uh, Miami by two and a half. So that's hella low. Yeah, I, I think I like the Patriots straight up. Sheesh. Okay. And that's what, yeah, that's the Sunday night game too. Bill yep. Belichick in primetime. He's going to be having to a little I'm not going to go and do Mr. Statman and look up what the what Tyreek and Jalen Waddle stats were against them the last time they played. But I feel like 
he typically does a good job of like trying to slow them down a little bit, or at least, or at least not a. Uh, have uh, one corner on an island against the fastest humans who have ever been born. No, don't do that. That's not a good idea. All right. Um, Saints Panthers. Oh, we got a doubleheader. Ooh, Saints uh, Panthers hate. is a three-point favorite for the Saints. Um, <laughs> That's it? Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Hey, the pod parlay might crack this week, and that might crack for some good money if the Jaguars beat the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, I might go to the casino tomorrow night. Actually, damn. Okay, um, three, three. You said three, three. Yeah, the, the Saints might beat them by seventeen. I <laughs> hope they got shit going for them. The way we played the Titans last week, I don't know, man. Yeah, we but the Titans, Rashid Shahid had to carry the game for us. the Titans. Have like an actual defense, though. Like at least a front seven. That's true. Like, what do the Panthers have? Me. Apparently, uh, I don't think Brian Burns is playing this week either, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, damn. All right, I might yeah. do it to him. Yeah. Um, do, it, got do it, do it, do it. Cleveland favored by two and a half at Pittsburgh. Uh, Yeah, I think that's right. I, I think that's about right. I could see the Browns winning by three. Yeah, that game was ugly last week. Deshaun Watson didn't play like shit either. So I'm, we'll see. This week should be a cleaner game. Yeah, I think they'll, I think they'll get them right. All right, this I week too. Steelers going to be too focused on uh, – Miles Garrett crossing people over with his uh, helmet that he's going to bonk them with. Uh, worst sports take you ever heard. Damn. That's uh, a tough one. What's the worst sports take I've ever heard? Anything that Jamal's sport. ever said to me? I think um, I'm going to just say it's a cumulative thing, but there's still folks who say, like, LeBron sucks. And I don't know, like, maybe oh, we yeah. should do something a bit more serious here rather than entertain those folks, but that's crazy to me. Like, yeah, yeah, he's I, not. He's not. He's not your Kobe. He's not Jordan. But to say that he sucks is like insane. Like I, I honestly, people who just like naysay him and doubt him still at this point, like that, it's just crazy. Like talking about twenty years of basically playing playoff basketball for most of that, um, at top ten and scoring for most of those years, probably like what probably the best playmaker on the floor for his team for them years. Like it's it's unheard of. It's unseen. Like yeah, he didn't get six rings like Jordan did, but like shit, like. You want him to do? <laughs> uh, never have lost a single game ever. That's the only way. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't think there's a world where LeBron wins what two more rings. But if he was, it, w- it just wouldn't matter. This like, is the last like, year y'all got him. I feel like. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I think the I think the Bronny the Bronny switch up is gonna come into effect because he's gonna force his way wherever that goes because he don't got that much time left. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying, I can't. Re- I feel like every time I hear a, like a super bad sports take, it's from someone I don't respect. So I like don't really keep it, it in my mind. Honestly, the the Emmanuel Acho one last year, where he was like uh, Tua's much better than Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert's a social media quarterback, not all that good. Was very oh, stupid. Shit. Uh, Tua obviously looked really good this week, and I don't think Tua is necessarily bad. I just don't. I think Tua even said himself in an uh, in a, one of the press conferences before the game. He was like, Justin Herbert just does a lot of things that like I cannot do. Like we're very different quarterbacks. He does stuff I can't do. Yeah, uh, so I, can't I, I'd say that's shit. like the most common one I see is like people that shit on Justin Herbert pretty regularly. Um, and I think I'm obviously biased because that's the quarterback of my team. But like watching his game, our, our games every week, he could definitely be more aggressive. But I'm never like, man, you know, if Justin Herbert did a bunch of stuff different this game, or if he wasn't just ass the entire game, we would have won this one. Most of our games are we're losing because this motherfucker scored 27 points and then we gave up 29 or we gave up 30. Like, 
I, I was arguing with somebody online the other day in the, in the Chargers last, uh, I think three games we've scored, uh, like 98 points, but we've given up 102 or something like that. Lord. Like, what the fuck are you supposed to do, dog? Like, we're just dog shit on one side of the ball, but don't try to act like, uh, this nigga who's clearly one of the best players to ever play for our franchise, just some like dog shit because he's not winning every game. So I'll say that's one of the worst I've ever heard just because I feel like people aren't using their eyes. Or, right. or, or when people say that Kobe's like not – I understand when you say Kobe's not top three. I, I get it. When people are like, oh, Kobe might be like the 17th best player of all time. Suck my dick, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. Holy shit. All right. That's that's fair. Um <coughs> Damn, 17th. <laughs> I, I think I feel like it might have been Mix or Coley from Mixate that said that. I was ready to stop listening to that show. Oh, uh, yeah, this is the Boston side. I could be wrong about the source, but still, I remember hearing somebody say he was 17th and I was ready to fight about it. Mm. All right. Oh, oh, shit. Um, I've been playing Starfield this week. Big games okay. came out from Bethesda Game Studios. Um, and I will talk about it for a second, but I'm gonna just say, like, if you ever played any Bethesda game before in the past, you get you know your Fallouts, your Skyrims, um, then you have played this game. <laughs> um, not in a bad way, it's I think it's the best version of the things that Bethesda is known for. Um, but you're going to have like your over encumbrance, you're picking up random shit from the, the environment, like you know, you pick up a fucking cheese wheel and that shit got to wait, so you're holding on to a fucking cheese wheel, it probably heals like two health. Um, there's a, a, a fun, like, sense of exploration in here. It's not quite No Man's Sky where, like, you know, you're just, like, flying in and out of the atmosphere on your own and shit like that. But um, there's a lot of things you can land on, a lot of things to scan, a lot of things to pick up, a lot of weapons to look at. Um, I But I think it's a good game. I think there's just some shit that's, like, a little bit confusing. Like, there's not, like, a local map. So when you land on a planet, you can't see, like, where the stuff is on that planet, like, as far as, like, Vendors and whatnot, what? people to speak to. Yeah, there's none of that. These have a, it's a very map. interesting decision to not put um, on the game. I mean, I guess I get if you can, because you can land on like every planet on there, right? Or like not every planet, planet, but a lot of them. Like you can't land on a gas giant, obviously. But I guess it makes sense to not put them all on there, but also doesn't because that's kind of stupid. Or at least eventually sure. let me pick one up. Yeah, unless like you have like a quest with the person, that's the only way to see where an NPC is because they'll have something over their head, but. If not, like if the NPC is like a shopkeeper, you'll have no idea what building they're in, and all the buildings look alike. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't get it. But I've, I've been having a good time, man. I definitely, um, if you got like access to an Xbox computer, I recommend checking this shit out. And then- so I know that that game was like super hyped up for years, and it was like, I know when it like when it was first showed, it was a game of the year candidate for most people. But do you think it's like living up to that type of hype, or do you think it's because more of just like a good Bethesda game? It's it's hard for me to say just because like I've um I spent a large portion ignoring the main story. Um, there's a, a part of it that has you coming back to um they call it the soul solar system and that's that's where we live in real life yeah. here. Um, so that happens early on. You have to go back there for something. And I spent all the time after that mission landing on every single planet and moon inside of our solar system and doing whatever missions were there. So. I was having a lot of fun with that, but obviously that slice of gameplay is very different than the entire thing because there's not like alien creatures you're encountering during that. Uh, yeah. There's not a lot of dialogue you're having that can be like persuasion and stuff like that. It's just basically uh, exploration, looting, and gunplay. And I was having fun with that shit. But so I finally got back on the main story and it was a bit frustrating to me at times. But um, I don't know how that turns out late game and stuff like that. So I really can't say. I have no, okay. I have no idea. 
I do know they got some heat coming out on the way. I mean, Phantom Liberty, that's going to give them a run. Spider-Man, that's going to give them a run. Um, yeah, so Armor Wars probably going to give them a run. So. That dog, I can't. I'm. I can't wait to play Cyberpunk again because that Phantom Liberty shit looks like it's gonna change. Two point oh update not looks gonna change the game. It's gonna change. The game. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's just gonna change. The Even game. if you don't get the DLC, just play it with two point That looks like it's gonna be it. Yeah, that shit looks tough. And then obviously Spider Man is about to to shake the world up because of course. Yep, best comic book game ever, probably on the way. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait for that. Uh, we was talking about aliens. You see, Mexico said they got some aliens. They just show some pictures. Uh, people are not happy about that. Um, <laughs> I, dog, I was up at like, I think it was like 1145 when I started to see that shit online. I'm like, what is this a joke? And they were like, no, this is like Mexican Congress is saying that they've, they've had aliens for years. And then when they started like, and when they unveiled the aliens, I was like, oh, okay, like, damn, okay, they got them like in a box. This looks pretty official. And then they were showing x-rays and videos, but then I seen them pick the aliens up. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said they grabbed that nigga from the solar plexus like he was a hot dog. <laughs> like once I saw them pick the alien up and he was like, he looked like a fucking uh, one of the peanuts off the Proud Family movie. I was like, all right, never mind. I'm, oh no, I'm not concerned about this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> this whole entire saga of extraterrestrial beings has gotten a bit fucking wild. I, I can't imagine. Like obviously, we don't know. And I feel like when we do, if if and when we do incur, encounter aliens, they won't really have like a humanoid form like that. But I can't imagine that they're gonna be some like one and a half foot tall niggas just running around. <laughs> they built a spaceship. They were just hella strong. Hey, cuz we going to space, cuz <laughs> <laughs> not the space cribs. Oh my goodness! Yeah, get the aliens the fuck out of here. I was I was actually very excited for a second. I was like, man, I told. I literally was in bed. I was like, I told this bitch ass nigga, Blake, we got aliens, bro. I told this nigga. Couldn't man. wait to send it to you. And then I seen yeah. I was like, man, this fucking paper mache alien. <laughs> yeah, we, we might, but Mexico didn't have them. I was just, <laughs> <laughs> I was not. But but why would they do that? Uh, but, they said the dude who, who did that, like the guy who in their car just set the shit up. He's been making wild ass slaves like this for like a while. He's just like, no, uh, he's kind of a nut. But he, on this one, like, I guess he dragged, um, the former Air Force pilot who was at the actual U.S. congressional hearings and was like yeah. saying, like the shit that we have and all that stuff. Um, that he had him there, and the pilot got mad at the dude. Was like, "Yo, you just set us the fuck back. Like, what is this bullshit? Like, <laughs> this is not this motherfucker is not real." Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness! And somebody said that you know that the aliens wasn't real because there's no way white people were letting Mexicans roll out the first aliens. Hell no. Nah. No shit. Nah. NASA would have heard that. I'm like, never mind. We're dropping it. We're dropping the album tonight. <laughs> yeah, put, put the file out. <laughs> Go ahead. Put that zip out, big dog. Mm-hmm. God damn. Uh, um, hold, hey, speaking of some bullshit, though, I got an email this week uh-oh. from the Marathon Clothing Store. Oh, I get a lot no. of emails from them. You know, they always they got deals going on. They got new collections coming out, whatever like that. But this one, it said the return of Proud to Pay. Now, I don't know Love if y'all are familiar, but Proud to Pay was a program that Nipsey had where initially, I think it was, if you paid $100, you got an access to an album he was putting out, or I guess not technically an album, a project. Um, and then I think from $1,000, it went up to uh, like $10,000, I think, was the next one. That sounds right. But this was a big was deal. That mailbox money, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. This was a big deal because this was a wholly independent artist trying to find a way to like basically crowdsource his career 
and keep on the path that he was on. Um, so it got a lot of notoriety. I think Jay Z ended up buying like ten copies of Mailbox Money at ten thousand dollars each. It's in hundred racks over there. Um, and the one before the thing, I think it was. Which I feel like there was a hundred dollar one, there was a thousand dollar one, there's a ten thousand dollar one. Like hundred dollars was the album and like a shirt. Yeah, I think he did do thousand dollars was like meet and greet and a shirt in the album. Like it was something that wasn't like people weren't people weren't proud to pay. No. And then the ten thousand dollar one was like, Yeah, if you're a a fucking record label and you want to send me some money, you can. Okay. So either way, they're bringing this shit back with a fucking NFT. I was about to say, I'm looking at the, the graphic that you posted in here, and I see the, the fucking Tony the Tiger Claw pop out. Oh, my God. Look at what this I... NFT line you can get if you put oh. money into this. This shit is horrible. <laughs> Yo. Oh, Blake, Blake, Blake. Blake, there's no way. And there's I, no way. And I just want to say, like, I... I do feel like this is somebody playing with Nipsey's legacy that don't even play with this fucking legacy. There's no way he would have signed off on this. Fuck no. I mean, it's first off, it's right there. He could have at least done a Puma. He's wearing Pumas. <sighs> nah, this is some bullshit, nigga. This you remember the uh, you remember the Lego game we used to be able to play on the computer back in the day at school? We like ride around the city. Oh no, this looks like that. It's 2023. Get the fuck out of my face. This uh-huh. is disrespectful. They broke the shit down on the email. They were like... Um, a letter from Nip. Shut the fuck up. We are proud to announce the Marathon Vault, a, a space for the next generation of proud-to-pay products. The Marathon Vault is a new collector experience for proud-to-pay members where you can access exclusive products, view unreleased content, and claim future tickets to future community events. Original proud-to-pay members who purchase an original copy of the mixtape can authenticate their physical copy of signing up the Marathon Vault. The only way to become a new proud to pay member is to purchase the Marathon Lion NFT coming this fall, which is that line. And I don't know how much it's going to cost, but it's embarrassingly fucking poor. Like this shit's just ugly. I don't know. Like I just uh. this, this this is how you know that like Nip had so many great ideas and lo- like the music. He had a lot of great music, but whenever he put his friends on it, they kind of suck. Like the niggas around him kind of suck. Yeah, because <laughs> no, they're probably like, yeah, yeah Nip, Nip, Nip will be fucking with NFT. NFTs are so like come and gone by now. Nip would have been off of NFTs. He wouldn't. They didn't even get a good NFT though. (laughs) That shit looks terrible. That was some dog shit. Dog. I don't. I don't like a lot of the things that have happened around like Nip's. I know he died unexpectedly. I just like whoever was like behind him isn't doing a great job because clearly he was doing most of the work. They got like a a rooftop private shopping store opening up for the marathon uh, store too. It's just a lot of shit going on over there. It's just like, really? Like, I don't know. It, yeah, it ain't my it, place yeah. to speak about it, man. That's, it, that's the, they, man. The, the smart nigga in the crew is gone, and the crew is still trying to get money, and it, it is not working out. No, man. Fine for me. Sell a brick. Jesus Christ. All right. You want to talk about this NBA shit? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's kind Adam Silver is wild. I'm just going to start, start right there. <laughs> Okay, so I put this ESPN article in here that has, like, what the actual breakdown of the rules are. So, as most people know, the NBA has had, like, the wrestling policy where, like, you can't rest star players on, like, national TV games or, like, big games. So, like, you can't rest, like, Steph Curry when the, the Warriors are playing the Lakers or something like that, right? Uh, so, they have – or you get a $100,000 fine. So, they're updating it now. So, here are the new rules. 
No more than one star player is unavailable for the same game. So as an example, a team like the Boston Celtics, they'd have to ensure that either Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum is available for every single game. Like one of them can sit out. Both of them under no circumstance can sit out unless they're both actually hurt. Yep. Uh, said that last season, uh, Jalen Brown missed 15 games. Tatum missed eight. They were both out for the same game twice, one of which was the last game of the season. But one of them would have had to play that game. Uh, teams must ensure that their star players are available for national TV and in-season tournament games, which I feel like is is pretty reasonable unless there's an injury. Yep. Uh, teams must maintain a balance between the number of one-game absences for a star player in home games and road games with a preference for those absences that happen in home games. So it says last season, Steph, Clay, and Draymond all played in a home loss to Indiana. Indiana. Then all three were arrested for a road loss to Utah two nights later. Under the new rules, Golden State should have investigated, would have been investigated and likely would have been fined. <coughs> so they would have, essentially they prefer that you have them play the away game against the Jazz and, and miss the game against the Pacers. Yep. Uh, and then it says teams must refrain from any long-term, what I'm oh, sorry, I feel like that one is also pretty reasonable. Like, Yeah, if you can't shut a player down if the team's doing bad. Yeah. Like you're if you're a jazz fan with rule number three and you, you only get to see the Warriors like two or three times a season, like the opportunity, I want to make sure that the niggas is there. So I, I agree with that one. Uh, and then it says for four teams must refrain from any long-term shutdown or near shutdown when a star player stops participating in games or plays in a materially reduced role in circumstances affecting the integrity of the game. So it says the Wizards shut down Bradley Bill for the last 10 games of last season with the with what the team called knee soreness under the new rule. Washington would have been investigated and potentially would have been violated or fined for violating. The same would have been the case for Damian Lillard, who set out the last 11 games with the right calf soreness. So basically, yeah, you if you if you niggas ain't playing for nothing, you still playing for some. Yeah, well, um, I, I'm gonna be confused how they enforce like who's actually hurt and everything like that. Because like knee soreness, like yo, I get it. That could be used as a bullshit excuse, but at the same time, it's like how you gonna tell me my knee don't hurt? Hey man, because if you look at like. Well, Aaron Rodgers, he had a calf strain a couple weeks ago. Doesn't sound like a big deal until you pop your fucking Achilles. Exactly. Yeah, like the knee soreness isn't a big deal until you bend the wrong way and crack your fucking meniscus open. It's ugly. Um, it does say then teams must ensure that healthy players resting for a game are present and visible to fans, which I feel like is pretty reasonable. That's been that was an old rule. Yep, and I think all in all, I mean, like look, they're trying to protect the the the, the game goers ticket here. Like they don't know how much money you spent to get there, but not everybody sees a chance to go to these shits often. So, yeah, good, I'm good trying to get a chance to see your favorite players. I remember it was not Kobe's last season, but his second to last season. It was one of the two times that the Lakers came up to play the Blazers. Me, Jamal, and Dunn bought, or not me, Jamal, and Dunn. It was a different game. I bought tickets to go down there with somebody. We drove down. We get there, and they're like, "Yeah, Kobe's not playing." <laughs> yeah, I drove two hours to see this thing, and he's not playing. And mm-hmm. I know that he was like famously somebody who was like, I'm playing every single game I can. So I like respect it, but it was still like, damn, bro, if you just not playing because you like just don't want to play, that's kind of ass. Tell Mamba I'm here. Uh, it says, so how many teams will be affected by this new rule? It says in total, 25 teams and 50 players, nearly 11% of the league are affected by the new rule. <laughs> it says, based on the NBA's definition of who qualifies as a star under the new rules, uh, Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, Ben Simmons. And then a long list. Ben Simmons was just a fucking hilarious one to me. They're going to be eating uh, fines up there. They define a star as players uh, who have made mul- multiple, sorry, teams that have multiple players 
who had an all NBA or all-star game in the previous three seasons. So like Ben Simmons could technically roll out of it this next year if he doesn't make another all-star game. But as long as you made one of the last three all-star all NBA teams, you're, you're going to be held liable to this. Um, And then there are exceptions. (laughs) It says if a player is older than 35 years old on opening night, and has a career workload of 34,000 regular season minutes or 1,000 regular season and playoff games combined. So players like Chris Paul, Mike Conley, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, LeBron, uh, Kevin Durant, DeMar DeRozan, and why is Kevin Durant on there twice? And James Harden. Those guys wouldn't technically count because they're old. But so for a team like the Lakers that have an old player, if LeBron (laughs) – and AD can't sit on on the same night because they can get permission for LeBron to sit out because then they go old, but then AD would have to play or AD got to play but the, or can sit out, but the old nigga got to play. Which I, don't, <laughs> I don't really know. Well, that's just going to be a mess. It's going to be interesting how much they enforce this actually. Yeah. But then it says, it It specifically says on this article, what about Victor Wimbanyama? Is there anything in these rules that will limit the Spurs on how often they can rest him? And it says they're not impacted because they don't have a second player. So technically they can really just like rest him whenever. And he's not they're considered a star because he doesn't like fit any of the criteria of being a star other than the fact that he's the first overall pick. Yeah, don't look for him at the all-star break. Yeah, so that'll be interesting to see how that like affects teams. Uh, boy, are the Clippers going to be fucking poor this season. <laughs> oh, my God. Because Paul George and Kawhi don't give a fuck about none of that. Better be sitting over there with a walker. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right, we can skip over this uh, Unity one. I, we, I don't want to talk about that right now. Did you see the Jonathan Majors video? Seen him with the hug. Get hands, bitch. They said Jonathan Majors was sitting across the street from some place where two high school age girls were fighting and that nigga ran over to stop it. He just just like he slapped spoons on his knees and seems (laughs) that man look fucking crazy. He had the male boy hat on dog. Ain't no shot. Shout out making good judgment. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Sure. Uh, (laughs) Did you put this DDG video on here? Hell no. Oh my God. Did you see this? No, (laughs) it didn't bad. (laughs) They do it bad. Oh it's, shit! Hold on. It's got to be staged. It's it's got to be staged. The is way this... he like he starts the video, kind of like crying about it a little bit. Pull it up. Oh my goodness! If you guys don't know, DDG is like a online. He's a rapper slash online like YouTube Twitch personality. He dated a or he, I think he has Chloe Bailey pregnant right now or Hallie, whichever the Little Mermaid. Uh. Apparently he opened for gun at the New York show. Oh, sounds about right. He he do got a couple sick bops. His, his, his not bad. Wherever you are, I don't know what type of sick game you think you playing. I don't know if you think it's it's cool to sneak in my house and put your hands on me as a joke. It's not funny. <laughs> yes, it is. These niggas are in his room with their flashlights on. <laughs> he released the security footage of his room. Oh! <laughs> they, <laughs> they slapped the dog shit out of him in his sleep, <laughs> and they did the race. That's not real. Is that a gun on the bed too? No, he gets up and grabs a gun. He gets up. He's like pointing the gun. And then you hear the door close. But so look, I do know that I saw that some dude like broke in his house recently. 
because like he had his whole family over and like he has friends over and shit. They're having like a dinner and there's some random dude like eating some like chips and dip. And he pulls his brother to the side. He's like, hey, who, who's that dude over there? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I thought you knew him. And they're like, nigga, nobody here knows him. So they go to him. And the dude was like, they're like, hey, how'd you get in here? He was like, oh, I just jumped over your back fence. I just came to say what's up. And like, so it seems like his house is like readily accessible. And they told him he was like, hey, man, I understand you're a fan. Like, don't ever do no shit like that again. Like, you'll get killed doing some shit like that. They kicked the dude out. They were like pretty chill about it. But it does sound like he kind of lives a life where people like think it's kind of funny to break yeah, in his house and do shit like shit. that. But if you break in my house and you just smack the shit out of me, <laughs> he said, I'm the first sick game you're playing. <laughs> Hit him with a whop. <laughs> that shit was loud as fuck. Wimpy did Britney Spears. Have you been slapped in your sleep? Like, have you been in a sleepover and niggas like fuck no. slap you or something? Uh-uh. Bro, that shit's you wake up ready to fucking kill anybody. I remember we used to do sleepovers and niggas were like, they come and hit you with the baby powder or like put mustard on your lips or something like that. But a couple of sleepovers I went to, niggas would just slap you and run away. Nah, I ain't. All right. I white boy sleepovers even doing that. Oh, they were doing other shit. Hey, I wasn't in that room. <laughs> <laughs> on the couch, man. I was chilling. Hey, clap his cheeks. All right, never mind. Um, that. <laughs> The last thing I want to talk about, which we already talked about, Top Boy. Look, man, I feel like I, I feel like I'm uh, righting some wrongs. I'm making up for uh, old crimes I've committed. Mm. I never watched the shows you guys told me. Look, I watched Yellowstone this year. I finished the One Piece live action show. Did do it. I'm about to finish Top Boy by the end of the weekend, probably. You did look, do it. Look, I'm I'm trying to be a better man in 2024, bro. Look at me, Cha- uh, leaves are changing colors. Can we get you to watch an actual anime? Uh, honestly, One Piece was good enough that if it wasn't a thousand episodes, I would consider it. It's just like, am I the anime still different from live action? I I wouldn't recommend that to you. Okay, I I I would fuck with some. I've been wanting to watch Attack on Titan for years, just because every time I see a clip of it, it looks pretty entertaining. It's so just I feel like insane. I might, I might try to dabble in that. I think I'm, I'm I would rather it. recommend if we Jujutsu could get Kaisen. you to watch it. Yes, Jujutsu Kaisen. Just because it's going right now and the shit is insane. How, how far behind am I if I start that? Um, we are in season two. Oh, okay. Um, there's one season. There's two what seasons in a movie, episodes? basically. Um, how- no, I think a season might be like 10 episodes. But the oh, thing with anime, this episode is 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you okay. can do it hella fast. Do I got to watch the, like, the subtitle version? Because I know you were saying something about the... like. If you watch the one that got the English voices, it's like the tone isn't like right. Well, so that's the case with One Piece. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, I don't feel like it's that way. But if you once you get to season two of Jujutsu Kaisen, I think probably if you get to the most current episode, you'll have to watch it with subtitles. Um, season one is completely dubbed. I think I watched it completely dubbed. The movie is completely dubbed if you want to watch it that way. And then season the two, how long? You said what? What'd you say? How long is the movie? Uh, like an hour 20, probably. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, and anime just don't be long. That's the thing. Like, there there be a lot of episodes, but every episode is like twenty minutes. It doesn't yeah. really matter what you're watching. Nah, I remember when I was making fun of my brother because I think he's on episode like nine fifty of One Piece. Mm-hmm. I was like, nigga, have you watched this many? He's like, yeah, they're like twenty one minutes, and like you don't really have to pay attention to half the shows. Well, and it's it's a thing that they do that I don't know happens in any other media, but anime has they have filler episodes. Yeah. Um, things like One Piece do. Jujutsu Kaisen doesn't have those because for whatever reason. But One Piece, like, yeah, you might have, like, 14 episodes in a row that don't pertain to the story that are just there 
because that's how they handle like their seasonal breaks is they put f- yeah. filler episodes out rather than yeah. just go offline. I like the story that Jamal told better of that the nigga that writes it owes money to the uh, to the, yes. the mafia. And there's also that. Yeah, so. he's just writing shit because he's like, I just got to get this money, dog. Yeah. But no, yeah, that live action shit was gas. I, I really fucked with how they did like the powers that people had weren't like super like crazy to the point where it's like, okay, this just doesn't look right. Like if you told me that they had a dude who was rubber, like it sounds crazy. The chest, it's like that's gonna look so stupid. But it, like it looked really good. Uh, Everything I feel like was properly paced out. When he when he punched that lady off the boat, he's like gum gum pistol. Bro, so so be, I'm, I, because I'm staying at my mom's, I've been watching it, and uh, my little brother will come down the stairs once in a while. He's like, "Oh yeah, well, you know, what do you think?" I'm like, "Okay." So I got to the last episode. I'm like, "So how many episodes of One Piece did this cover?" Because I I looked online and it said it was like the first like 45 episodes, basically mm-hmm. are summed up in 10. He's like, "No, nah, this is like the first four episodes." I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" He's like, "Nah." He's like, "Cause he's like the way that they do the backstories, it kind of encapsulates all of that." But really, you didn't. He was like, "You didn't really watch it." And I was like, "Okay, got it." No, nah, it is like the first forty something because I, I think I looked and I was like at episode nineteen, and I had just seen them finish the fight with the um, the cat claw dude, and they ended up at the 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 ship in in the middle of the ocean or the the, the restaurant or whatever. So uh, they did. Yeah, I think okay. they did that out of order on there, but yeah. Either way, the cat claw dude was kind of tight. Yeah, he was. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the characters are tight. The the Sinji dude. Uh, that'd be that be putting the feet on people. He, he going to work. Yeah, I like how. Yeah, I like Lodgy, how they like. Yep. Yeah, they be they be doing some shit. They be doing some shit. My dudes be fucking lying all the time. Stop. Yeah, stop. Stop. Yeah, no, that's my guy. It's superpowers. Fucking telling stories. <laughs> Making shit up. Like there I was, me and twenty pirates <laughs> <laughs> by myself and his whole. I'm like, man, it's such a lying ass up. No hands. Uh, but then I'm gonna talk about Top Boy one more time. All right, brother. This show is big. If I feel like it's British power, like, but it's way more realistic. Yeah, it's grounded. Like they, they like. I feel like I, I. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I've seen people on Twitter comp this to other stuff. I feel like there's not really a comp. Like I feel like it is grounded in the way that the wire is, but the wire was way like more in depth to compare it, this the, to that. The wire was much more focused on the police versus this is more focused on the criminals. Well, the wire was focused on both, but they were focused on both so much in a way that was like, yeah, like they're focused so much on the police that you're like getting so many different angles of it that it's way more in depth. But this just being solely focused on the people, I will say some of the fu- shit that I find so funny though, obviously like in like in the United Kingdom, it's so much harder to get guns and shit. So like, <laughs> they be rationing bullets. So when um what's my man Kit? He went to go kill Ats mm-hmm. and he had two bullets and he just had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> or like like a nigga's gun clicked and it's like, oh my god, dude, like what are we gonna do? Or they got like two guns, but then like 18 bats and like knives and shit like that. Oh my god, they show up like the fucking warriors. <laughs> that should be hella funny. But dog, when when uh when when they got set up, when when uh when the ZTs Went to go get Duchesne and them at the at the Cafe One. They should have 50 deep. They were about to beat them niggas to death. They were about to do them so dirty. But what, what pisses me off, what pisses me off, right? So the ZTs, they run up to the restaurant. They can't find them. They don't look nowhere else around the street. They're like, man, where were they at? All right, let's run back to where we're from. Wouldn't he sit in his car outside? Niggas was looking across the street from you. Yeah. <laughs> so they got out the car as soon as you guys walked away. So like the story part I'm watching right now, Curtis is like coming to find his baby mom or whatever. Lauren? 
and like uh he talks to Duchesne and then he leaves and he he looks Curtis at his is man. Turkish dude, ain't it? Yeah, or yep. the, whatever the big like the nigga is from Liverpool or whatever. Fucking he got his, his crazy ass sister. Yep. He like look before Duchesne walks in, he looks at his man's, then he walks into the restaurant. The dude leaves. You don't see him walk across the street and go get into his car. Like you're clearly supposed to be watching my fucking back. You don't see this nigga go walk across the street and get into the car. You just you just doing nothing outside. So shit like that be kind of pissing me off. But yeah, this show is is fire. They be they be doing it so bad on here. But they kind of got morals. They won't beat up kids too bad. I do. I do hate how. Okay, I do hate how. Uh, how how Jamie's brothers kind of did him after he came back from jail. Like I understand why they're upset, but like he he's been like super holding y'all down. He's been it. If the, yeah, this, like, this is the route he took, it's like shit. Like <laughs> yo, he probably didn't have another choice. Like what? What else was an eighteen year old with no parents and two younger siblings going to do to make money? Yeah, living in the projects. Clearly, nigga, nobody in the projects has a fucking job. Mm-hmm. Shelly's the only person with a job, and she only got a job because her nigga got money. Oh my god, that's a toxic yeah. actual relationship too. Oh goodness gracious, <laughs> she, she asked him for a little bit of money to save the hood. And he was like, "If you wanted a sugar daddy, I'm like, damn, she been with you for fifty eleven. Did they, man? It, oh, no, I can't even say nothing. I'm just yeah, wait. Don't, I'm just... don't it, I? I'm almost done with season two. So if it happens in the last two episodes of season two, no, I haven't seen it. But you already seen old girl have to swim across the channel to get away. Bro. <laughs> After she fucking dimed her uncle out. Oh my god. Why does she do that? You know your uncle, you know your uncle's a bad man. He's a bad, bad man. man, yo. And you you dimed him out because you were like, Oh, I, I wanted to help you out. Why, bitch? I didn't need your help. I went I went oh. into their pulled my blicky on him, punched one of the niggas in the mouth with a weight, and walked out unscathed. And you thought you needed to help me out, you dumb bitch. Nah, he should have done her in too. But no, I do. I feel like, like I know I was kind of reading on how they broke it up between Summer House and Top Boy, and like mm-hmm. now I see where I should go back and watch Summer House because they don't like they don't tell you nothing. <laughs> They're like no, yeah, they his- don't explain who Duchesne is to you or who Sully is to you. But at the yeah. same time, it's like you maybe maybe I'm I'm thinking into it too much. But I, I felt like you could pick up that they had some history together. Oh, for sure. Watching the the new one, but I guess yeah, you don't really know what the history but is. You didn't just stuff yourself. like when when Duchesne goes to talk to his brother, or um, when Sully's cousin Jermaine comes to talk to him, he's like, "Oh, you don't think kidnapping your cousin and tying him to a radiator and doing this?" And it's like, "Oh, okay." Well, like that was clearly some crazy shit. Or like mm-hmm. uh, when Duchesne talked to his brother, he's like, "Man, I got fucking branded because of you," <laughs> and there was just no follow up. Like some of that shit seems like there should be a little bit more detail, but I kind of see like. They didn't. They weren't really trying to. They spun it off. They weren't trying to like make it like necessarily a follow up kind of thing like that. There was no plan for that. Yeah, the the scale of Summer House is a lot smaller than the scale of the yeah the follow ons. So that's once, how once, like, once Drake and Maverick Carter it. got their hands on it, it kind of kind of went crazy. Yeah, that was the first time I heard about it when they were like, "Oh, Drake really likes this show." For all the dogs, man. Mm, oh, hey, that should should be out by now. Actually, now I'm looking at. No, the single's out. The album's not. The album's coming twenty second, I think. Okay, wrong week. Oh, same day as the iPhone drop. Look at that. There it is. Yeah, it's the first thing you can listen to on your titanium iPhone. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm about to get that raw titanium next week. Pause. Yuck. All right, you want to answer this last question that Jamal got on here? Yeah, Jamal dropped this on her thing. You, know, you called me during the podcast, bro. I cannot. I don't know what you thought I was about to be able to do. Jamal's um, so immature, bro. What a fucking yeah. dickhead. Man, hey, Jamal, if you still listening uh, at an hour and 38, you's a bitch-ass nigga, bro. Bang, I can't bang. wait to put my hands on you. 
Um, he said Jamal asked if he got famous and rich, will we be okay with being his weed carrier? Why and why not? And I'm gonna no. say flat no. Uh, I have Fuck a no. family, sir. Um, I'm not being in your entourage, no matter how rich and famous you get. I will cheer for your success, but no, I'm not gonna be the guy who takes charges for you. That's I would for crazy. sure. I would for sure be down to be like Jamal's. Like honestly, no, I wouldn't do anything where Jamal has any amount of power over me because he doesn't like handle power well. And like, if you're his weed carrier, he would like do shit for, like just so I like, can embarrass you for fun. And Jamal's good for disappearing on you. Yeah. So I, I'm not gonna be sitting there holding on to the shit, and he's off neck deep in four Thai women. Like, no. <laughs> How did you end up in Morocco while I'm in Tacoma and I got seven peas on me, bro? I'm saying, bro, like they was bringing yeah, the food yeah. out. What happened? Like, if if Jam, honestly. I say this in the least dick-eating way possible. If Blake needed a weed carrier, I feel like he's responsible. We, we'd we have a plan. I feel okay being Blake's <laughs> weed carrier. We, we, we'd be on a mission. If I was Jamal's <laughs> weed carrier, I'd be fucking assed out and getting embarrassed every once in a while. Oh, my nah, God. I'm good. Absolutely he'd ask you to hold on to his grills. <laughs> he'd just spit them into your fucking hand. <laughs> <laughs> spit his grills to your mouth like fucking sunflower seeds. Maybe. Oh, I need for me. No. I need yeah. to eat. I've worked with Jamal one time, and that was a fucking one of the funniest moments of my life. There's no way I'm working for that nigga. Are you kidding me? Nah, yeah, that sounds like a <laughs> bad spot yeah. to be in. I wonder if Jamal would be my weed man, though. I feel like I'd be a good boss. I know I'm a good boss, actually. I feel like Jamal would say yes. No, he wouldn't. You know he wouldn't. Jamal would be like, I could never be a weed like, carrier. Like, you know what, man? No, I do. You all right, man. He's my guy, man. Be all right. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's so predictable. Hey, Jamal, how'd your week go this week? Let's let's fill in for Jamal real quick. How'd your week go uh, this week? You know, well, you know, man, just just work. Uh, you know, just busy. I'm tired as hell, man. <laughs> hey, Jamal told us he took a flight today. He texted us and said, man, my ears was popping. Or he, he tweeted it. He said, my ears was popping. You want to chew some gum? What the fuck's wrong with you? They can sound like an ornery toddler on the fucking airplane. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. All right, I just had to get some slander in there. I talked too too highly about the Jags earlier. Shout out to my man out there living life in the Yay area, man. Hope hope you're having a blast. (laughs) Hey, what you got on, Kush? If they ask you if you want to go bipping, say no. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. I I need a couple things. You want to start being a booster? (laughs) I'm here. He's gonna like trying to punch the window out though, break his hand. He just uh, he just elbow the window. Uh, fucks his funny one up. Now he's mad for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> oh my god, Jamal's so serious. Holy shit! Hey, all right, I make sure you title this episode uh, "Is Segregation a Good Thing?" That's all I got. I got you. All right, I'm out of here. I'm gonna get off of this bitch. I'm tired as fuck. Thank y'all for checking us out again. Critically unfocused at gmail.com. See you focused on Twitter. Currently in focus like everywhere else. Uh, Tap in with us. We'll tap in with you. Thank y'all. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.